0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola, I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world. And I hope everything's great with you. Today is the 2nd of September in the year of our Lord, 2022. We're now in the ember months. That's what we, in Nigeria, we have a saying when we get into the September, October, we talk about the ember months and it's almost like we're talking about countdown to Christmas. And on one hand, it's, you know, heralds a expectation in terms of the festive season, which is really a big thing for us here, at least for those of us that are Christians. But also, it also sometimes, well, I wouldn't want to say sometimes, but let's just say that it's also a time to be more careful and cautious also, because as we get closer to the festive season, some other, you know, lots of things happen. So safety concerns, security concerns, generally we are you know we just have a culture of being more careful um in those months but generally speaking it's a time when you know that the the the, the year is coming to an end and um you need to begin to actually that that is, this year really went so fast now that i think about it we're actually in the ember months wow it went really fast and i think a lot happened this year but you know so every month counted at least for me i would say that but the but the year you know Every month counted, but the month, the year has really gone very fast as well. So today I just want to talk about, you know, what it means when we say about, I think, the, the gift of moving forward, of looking ahead. And, um, you know, in my last musing I talked about, you know, what I could call a deep sense of betrayal and how disappointing it can be sometimes when you... You have a relationship and you realize that or when you discover something that let's just say you were let down you know almost like a judas betrayal kind of scenario by a relationship or it could even it could even be a situation maybe something you were expecting and then it didn't quite work out the way you want and then you have this deep sense of disappointment you just feel let down maybe sometimes you may even feel that you let yourself down you know and I think I spent like a whole week just really trying to wrap my head around what had happened. You know, nothing just really made sense. And it was on, it was it was and it was happening while I was physically, I was recovering from illness. So it wasn't quite good timing for me, but emotionally I was just like, you know. But why I like the Lord is because He's such a sure and steadfast anchor for the soul. So through it all, I just kept, you know, talking with him and telling him to help me. You know, this is more than I can handle. This is a lot for me, you know, and all that. he just kept on helping me you know he would he would say things i would write it in my spiritual diary and then sometimes you know he'd give me scripture and then at some point he led me to actually talk to a friend of mine and that was i think god used that conversation to just like wrap everything up for me and tie it with a knot before then he had given me some scriptures of things i needed to do which i had written down you know, talking, and one of them was Philippians To when he reminded me of what Paul said. When Paul said, This one thing I do that, you know, I do not count myself to have attained the height, you know, as in he was saying he hasn't arrived in terms of his Christian work. He's still striving for perfection in Christ. But that one thing he does is that he forgets the past and that he presses forward for the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ. And, you know, this is a verse that I have me- meditated on many times in the past. Because I realized that, you know, sometimes we're held back by our successes, sometimes by our failures. It's it's very easy to get so caught up in, you know, the things that worked well. Or, or just caught up in the fact that this is who I am, this is what I did. And, you know, I think it's a great gift when we can do what Paul described in Philippians 2. When you can actually just put, whether it is successes, whether it is failures. Put them behind and press forward because, you know, the past is past. No matter how good, no matter how bad it was, it is, it is as in it's gone. And the past may not necessarily shape the future. In other words, even if I have been successful up till this point, it doesn't mean that I will continue to be successful. When I when I use success, I'm talking about success in Christ or working with God successfully, effectively fulfilling my purpose, God's purpose in my life, doing his will, pleasing him. The fact that I have been doing that to a certain degree, you know, up till this point, doesn't mean that I will continue to. Every day typically comes with its own new challenges. And every tomorrow also comes with its own new challenges and opportunities. In other words, I mean, if you look at, you know, the days of Joseph, there were seven years of famine and there were seven years of plenty. And everything in our lives, really, it's all times and seasons, really. So there is nothing to say that because I have, you know, my the, the past necessarily sets me on a, a, a guarantees that, you know, I can I can rest assured that because I've always been good, then I will continue to be good. No, it doesn't follow at all. So for that reason, it's necessary for us to start every day with a clean slate and just really like, you know, Things that in the past, and I don't mean, of course, we can't forget everything. There are things that we must remember. We must remember the principles of the, of of Christ. We must remember the Word of God. The things that we've learned. There are things that we must continue to carry on. I must continue to carry on into my lives, the learnings and things like that. But there are things that I really need to put behind. And I think, yes, Holy Spirit, I think that's really the core. I've, re- I've never really thought about it that way because when He says forgetting the things that are past, He's not telling you to forget the things that, the learning and the lessons that are going to be useful for you, you know, continually. Because, I mean, working with God is like you're building skill, familiarity, um, competence, spiritual competence, and, you know, just affinity with Him. So, you're supposed to grow in that knowledge of Him. So, everything is relevant. All of the pain, all of the suffering, all of the learning, we're actually, it's like building a house. So, you don't keep building. I mean, you don't destroy and destroy and build. So, you you, you continue to build and build upon. If you need to break something because it didn't work well, you break that portion, but you rebuild. But then the part that is solid and standing, you don't continue to, you don't break it. You know, you, you you build on it, you consolidate on it. So there are some things that we will, we are expected to carry on, but there are some things that we must forget. And I think those things have to do with events, evolving people, involving things. The things that are, that really sh- are better left in our past, and I guess it's the Holy Ghost that will tell us what that is. So things like, okay, this person hurts me, this thing didn't quite go well, all the disappointments, the, in fact, I think all the negativity. Let's just talk about that, or everything that is not. I mean, Philippians two talks about whatever things are true, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely. If there be if there be any reports uh, any virtue in, in 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 it, think on those things. So I think those things definitely, things that have to do with you know the Word of God, the purity of God. Um, those things we need to carry on and you know, just carry on into in you know, and grow in it. But there are some things that honestly they, they belong in the past, and there's no point, there's just no point. Just you know, like put it in a little book, you know, in mental, wrap it up with a piece of ribbon, and just throw it away, you know, as in yes, it happened, I can't change it, it's, it's, it's over, so that we face our futures with the newness that every day present itself and um so i i I wanted to talk about that today because that's something that i need to do i literally need to close a chapter of my life right now and open a fresh book and it it, as in i really i really need to close it i mean you, you know how it is how you can't read two two pages of a book at the same time you literally need to turn the leaf and then start reading the other one you can't you can't read two pages at the same time this is really, this one is even more severe than that. I actually really need to close the chapter, take the book, put it in a drawer, lock it up, and start uh, afresh and anew. So I'm trusting God to help me do that. And um, because He's, I, I sense that this experience, what I've gone through in the last two weeks, is almost like the closing chapter of a, of a phase in my life. I can sense it. I'm actually on the cops, I'm I'm making a spiritual crossing in my life. It, it it's not every time I there are times and seasons in my life when I have this sort of feeling that I'm having now and it just comes around me like a wave. I'm feeling it as I'm speaking now. And I think God allows me to have that feeling so that I know when I am in a defining moment in my life. This is one of those moments, you know. And because I've had them I think maybe three or four times in my life this will probably be the fourth time. I've not had it in a long time. The way I'm feeling it now. So it's making me realize that, wow, this is really a new phase. And it's important for me to really embrace that new phase. I have to really just put the past behind me. And, you know, and the things that God has deliberately cut, you know, into two. Because what God does is that, I mean, when you look at Abraham and Isaac, everybody, whenever he operates. People from a particular life to another. There are things that he he sends you with. You know, with Abraham, he would tell him, you know, go with this person, go with that person. You know, and then there are things that he deliberately creates a bridge between you and that thing to make sure that that thing does not transition with you into the new place. For Joseph, it was his brothers. He created that bridge and allowed all of that evil they did because Joseph needed to go into Egypt alone. Of course, there was later a point at which <coughs> the brothers were to join him. But Joseph's journey was a personal one. And he'd been gone for years, in fact, decades. In fact, he left as a boy, they were reconciled as men, you know, and his father was old. So, I mean, I can imagine maybe 15 years or more even passed through. So it was a clean break. And for all those years, Joseph had to forget that he had a father somewhere, he had to forget, that he had a family, that he was, you know, he had to forget. And he had to face his reality now. And um and he did that. And um I and I think the most important thing, message of that Joseph story, which may or may not be relevant to, you know, our personal lives, but I'm just using that as a story, and Holy Ghost is helping us, you know, think through that is that Joseph never ever went back to being the Joseph that he was, and I think that's the thing. He never did, even when he met his, was reconciled to the family. We don't see anything that makes us see that. Oh, he then became Hebrew. He continued to be the prince of Egypt. You know what I'm saying? He continued. It was his his family because God had changed his story completely. God had changed his story. Ah, that's, that's quite significant It wasn't a case of Oh he was reconciled with his brothers And then they of, they went back So of course they never went back Which is why the Israelites were in Egypt And we have the whole Exodus story And all that But he continued to remain In the palace They continued to be the Hebrew people His story had changed And it, it pleased the Lord To do it that way And he served his purpose For his time Preserved the nation of Israel From the famine of the seven years And also set them up for the calling out all this was all very important points towards the fulfillment of the promise um, into the promised land the promise that god had made to the patriarchs abraham and isaac and jacob before um before him so i'll just leave it at that and because i know whenever i do these musings god has a way of working through these words i don't know what it is about speaking these words aloud but every time I do these musings and I do these recordings and I talk about these things, you know, the, the, the word of God. And, and this is why, you know, like I said, I really am a Christian because I have seen the power of Christianity. Not because people have told me. I mean, not just because people, you know, have preached to me. Well, the preaching did help, but I have also experienced it. So Hebrews 4.12 says the, the word of God is alive and it is powerful. And it's sharper than any two-edged sword. You, say the, you know, the word is like a spirit being. So I, I, I experienced that through this musing. Because I found out that even if my heart is heavy or there's something going on or there's things I don't understand. In fact, the devil tries to keep me from recording the musings. Most of the time, when I fall ill, the first thing that they attack... Is my ability to do these recordings? There, there would always be something that is affecting either my ability to talk or to speak. You know, I will be able to do other things. I'll be able to eat. I'll be able to move around, but it won't be it, be it won't be easy for me to do the music. And I realized it that oh, so you guys, you've seen that there's a power in this. You know, that's why everything you're doing is either about making me too busy, too distracted, too disturbed, or too ill, so that I won't be able to do the recordings because i have seen that it's very powerful in my life you know that there is something about speaking the word of god aloud in bible school too i heard that actually the word of god is supposed to be read aloud the power of the word of god actually comes out actually comes out when we speak it aloud the word of god is supposed to be in our mouths and in our hearts so the heart part is is part one the mouth part is part two you have to speak it out for that power to 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 work in the universe. I mean that's the order that the Lord has made even God when he releases his power his word goes out first. He doesn't say it in his mind. He doesn't you know like breathe it through the universe. He speaks it out. He declares it and then the word comes into the into being. And the Bible tells us that you know the worlds were framed by the word of God and that God upholds the world with the word of his power. So the word is is spoken is active. And it, it the power is released by, by we how we speak, and I've seen that in these musings more than any other part of my life because I think in my life I spent a lot I, I would I would pray about things in my heart and God would still do it, He'll still answer it. But in the musings, I'm not even necessarily praying, I'm just reflecting, I'm musing, and somehow the word is still active and it's just doing things. So I've come to see that it's very powerful. So I thank God that I've been able to do this music because I honestly, I myself, I want to put the past, this particular situation, I am willing to step into that which God has ordained for me. I am willing to move into that next phase. I want to, because that past, particularly those, there are things I just want to forget that they ever happened. I am willing and ready to go there. And I, I, I want to forget everything you know that was negative i don't want to remember it i don't want to keep a, a a black book of it i i want to really forget it and god has helped me with this a lot in the past even without my realizing it because some of the things that should have really destroyed me emotionally he, he i really forget god makes me forget it's not me now trying to make myself forget i actually forget and it's be other people reminding me and am being like oh don't you remember when this thing happened? i'm like oh really oh yeah oh yes it's true oh wow really that happened you know so that is um, spiritual amnesia i'm looking forward to experiencing it on this issue and at this time because i'm not ready to go into my next phase with any emotional or psychological baggage or spiritual baggage, baggage for that matter so like Paul this one thing i do by the power of the Holy Ghost i forget those things which are behind and i press forward for the mark of the prize high prize of the calling For the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Amen. And I pray that the Lord will perfect all concerning me and concerning his work and his purpose in my life and in the life of all that concerns me and all who are connected to me by his power, by his grace and mercy. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day.